Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of my friends asked such an interesting question about the idea of not taking on battles that we aren't called to take on. And so we know from the scriptures that there are principalities and powers, that there are, in some ways you could think of them as maybe different levels of um, angelic entities. Um, I think that this is true both um, on the side of the good angels and on the side of the fallen angels. We know that there are both kind of regular messenger angels, and then there's also archangels. And um, then Paul in Ephesians 6 talks about the principalities and powers. So to me, it's helpful to say there are different um, I guess, strengths, perhaps, of the different entities. And when we think also about Daniel, he talks about the prince of Persia that had resisted the archangel Michael coming to help him for 21 days. So we can see from the scriptures that there are um, these different issues. And in the book of Jude, uh, there's this really interesting verse in verse 9 where uh, it says, even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, the Lord rebuke you. And then in verse 10, it says, yet these people slander whatever they do not understand, and the very things they do understand by instinct, as irrational animals do, will destroy them. So there's this sense of, uh, don't don't take on more than you should. <laughs> don't be foolish. And so I think it's really beautiful to say, well, if the Archangel Michael would say, the Lord rebuke you, then probably that's going to be a good request for us to pray as well. So I did think this was interesting. Um, how do I want to put this? I was talking to my friend Cindy McFadden at one point about this very topic, um, not wanting to, I guess, overstep my bounds in prayer. And the reality is, I want to make sure I clarify, this is not a fear-based topic. The Lord is the one who guides and directs our steps. And so we can say, Lord, you show us what it is that we're supposed to pray about. And I think what Bob would say is that there are things that we shouldn't take on as individuals, but that as a praying church or a praying city, that perhaps with the combined firepower of the saints, that's going to be more effective. So I'm I'm not saying that if there's a large topic that you shouldn't pray about it. I'm just saying it could be that you shouldn't pray about it alone. So all of these things though are just things to ask the Lord about. So back to my Cindy McFadden story. So she did not tell me the details of this, but she said there was a situation at one point that she was praying about that had extremely strong resistance and or backlash, we could say. And so she said, you know, now, be, she said, first of all, Amy, when we pray together, because we're praying from the scriptures, I don't ever feel like that is overstepping boundaries because we're praying from the scriptures and seeking the Lord's face. But she said, there are times where I'm praying in a group and somebody will pray a prayer that to me feels like overstepping the bounds. And she will just silently say, Lord, do not add my name to the list of the people who are agreeing with this prayer. 
because I do not want the backlash. And so I, I just offer that to you for your consideration. Um, I think prayer does absolutely change things, but I also recognize that it isn't always an immediate situation. I um, was praying for a business really intensively in 2020 and I walked and prayed sometimes even 26 miles a day, just walking and praying. And, uh, after about four weeks, I, I had, I should say early on, I had a sense of kind of like a black octopus like entity over the building. And yet I, I didn't go up against it. You know, it was like, that's not my battle yet. And after about four weeks of many hours a day in prayer, I felt like the Lord said, today you get to cut off two of the legs. And so in the spirit, I said, I take the sword of the spirit dipped in the blood of Jesus and I cut off these two legs and I give them to you, Jesus, and say, you dispose of them as you will. And then maybe another week after that, the Lord said, today you get to dismantle the entire thing. And it was not a battle. It pretty much was like, I'm cutting off these legs, but the whole thing just, it felt like a inflatable plastic thing that just, when you punch a hole in it, it <laughs> just deflates and goes to nothing. And so that fascinated me because initially I was like, here is this black octopus like thing that is sucking out the life of this particular business or is, you know, just overshadowing it in some disturbing and bad way. So it was beautiful then to see that with the proper amount of prayer and then under the guidance of the Holy Spirit that when it was time that it was defeated without really any kind of a major battle or anything. So I think, I guess I offer that to you as a way of hoping that real change does happen, but it doesn't always happen immediately. So Lord, we ask for your wisdom and your clarity, that you would guide us and direct us, that you would speak to us clearly. We thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen.